Just a quick reminder before we get into today's show, you can call or text us at 570-POD-WAD-1. That's 570-763-9231 with your ideas for icebreakers, topics, or just general feedback. We'll probably use it in the show, and you'll save us some creative energy, which we greatly appreciate. Find out everything about the show at yallheard.me. Now, on to the episode. Y'all Heard? Hey, everybody. Hey! This is Y'all Heard. Y'all Heard! I didn't wait, sorry. <laughs> it's like A the- podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, <laughs> and me, Pete Phillips, tell you some things that we think that you should know about, but you probably don't know about. God, did you take my line but just say it differently? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> and, in other words, we pontificate no, no, on we, concepts we, we don't have to do this anymore <laughs> at your next i had soiree. this under control <laughs> i do have a soiree coming up so i hope well I get this a good, will help you elevate the discourse i hope i get a good conversational topic out of this um do you have any... i'm marissa phillips <laughs> and i'm pete phillips we're, but not, we're related. not related and i felt like we didn't do this last week because i feel like there's no organization <laughs> on my part like i'm out of practice Marissa, do you have an icebreaker topic today? Okay. No, I don't. I'll have the next one, though. Okay. I don't have one, so I thought I would browse the headlines really quick Ooh. and then ask you a question about a headline that I came across. The headline is, watch a bus-sized asteroid buzz past Earth to start this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> New space rocks in our neighborhood are found all the time, often just before they pay us a visit. You can watch the next one fly by right here soon, depending on what time zone you're in. So, Marissa, yeah. there's a bus-sized asteroid heading towards Earth. It could do who knows what kind of damage. What are you going to do tomorrow? It's happening on Saturday, so you got a day to kill. Uh, it's not that exciting of a statement, I guess. Oh, wait. So we think we're going to die? Because if not, I guess I just have to go to work. <laughs> I like it now. Now we're not going to die. No, we're not going to die, but you're going to go to work. And I, know, I know that the easy answer would be, well, what do you expect me to do, Pete? I have a job. <laughs> but if, like, I didn't feel the pressure to go to work, I guess I'd scoop up my boyfriend and then go to my parents' house, and then we'd all be emo. Ugh, I don't like it, because I just true. imagine everyone being so emotional. And I, the older I get, the more I hate evoking emotion like so much uh like it gives me the heebie-jeebies to think of like being in a room with everybody hugging each other being like i love you i love you like i love people in my family but like i don't want to talk about it anymore what was that and like i just want to show you guys uh I, i know that there were multiple ones but what was the show you guys would watch as a family downton abbey yeah mr selfridge it was no it was downton abbey that's that's it okay you guys just all Huddle together in the living room oh and watch Downton Abbey yeah. as the world like burns around you. <laughs> and there's love all around us. Yeah. We're so happy to be with each other, but like we don't gotta like I don't want us to be like crying and hugging and saying it. I want us to be watching Downton Abbey, the Christmas special, and <laughs> eating a bunch of stuff and nobody talking. <laughs> what would you do? I really have no idea. I really gotta start thinking when I ask you these difficult questions, I need to have an answer myself. Right. I mean, I'd, I'd probably Drive towards family too. 
you're, <laughs> just toward you're them. kind of you're kind of on the way towards family. So yeah, if nobody wants to pick you up, maybe I'll pick you up too. <laughs> or why don't we all watch Downton Abbey? Yeah, I'm gonna get bored. I don't like period pieces. I told you. It's not even a thing because they're the same as just other pieces, but with different costumes and a few different vocabulary words. So you don't like life and then. accents. Oh, so you don't like life with an accent? Nope. Yeah, whatever. Nope. Nope. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> All right. So, this, that was not, there was no great segue here. <laughs> but this On week, that note, poor. Oops. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about actually another headline that came across. And Marissa <laughs> keeps saying that porn topic you're doing, but it's only kind of a porn related <laughs> topic. Okay? okay, so this is the progression. One day I'm screwing around on the Twitter app and I like to sometimes go to the thing where it tells you like, not what's trending, but like, I guess what's trending. I was going to say not yep. what's trending, but what people are talking about. <laughs> so, it's okay to be into trends. It's okay. So Don't worry. This relates to your topic. Uh, so Twitter told me about a trending moment regarding something called deep fakes and how they were being banned. And there are oh, yeah. many trending topics that I don't really care about or know anything about, right? So, like, I don't know who Cardi B is, but I hear a lot of people talk about her. But Cardi B isn't being banned from the radio, right? Yeah, and she'd be crazy. Deep fakes are being banned from websites, and I don't know what they are. And I figure since I kind of work on the periphery of technology, I should probably have an idea of what this is. So... The other thing is is that this thing must have been around long enough to have some sort of an impact to be banned, right? So that also mm -hmm. feels like, why don't I know about this? I feel like I'm not hip and cool because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Can I just say, I, w I won't explain what it is, but I will just say the only reason I know what it is is because I was listening to a podcast where they were saying that if um, if the Trump pee tape comes out, you know, with his prostitutes mm -hmm. peeing on him, whatever – that he would just say it was a deep fake or yeah. that the people within his crew would say it was a deep fake, but continue. And that would be something that could be on Pornhub. And here's the thing. Pornhub is like, we're banning these. And then I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> so now I learned that a deep fake is something that would be on Pornhub and that Pornhub doesn't even want it there. So I want to know who doesn't ban deep fakes. Before you continue, do you know anyone who does not ban deepfakes? It's not that people aren't banning them, but some people aren't taking them down, if that makes the, sense. Yeah, who, do, you, do you have examples of people who aren't? Probably, like, lower-grade porn streaming websites. Oh, okay. Like, okay. you know how there's, like, uh, Daily Motion is, like, yeah. a poor man's YouTube, you know, that yeah. sort of thing. <clears throat> so, I Googled. It's what you do, right? <laughs> There's more results that I find about how to fake being deep mentally. Like you're in high school and you want to seem like a conflicted kid, like an emo oh, kid. And it's about fake being deep. This frustrated me very much. Can I know what is the format or what is the... Deep like, fake. That's what, I, that's what I Googled. I didn't Google. What's a deep fake? Tell, dear Google, could you please tell me what a deep fake is? There's Thank so you and have a nice day. <laughs> You're so impersonal. You're like a person who goes into a shoe store and they're and like, I go, Nike. Hi, how are you? And you're like, you're like, Nike, size, size 10 and a half. 
Yeah, like, exactly. You're the worst. Continue. So, eventually, Know Your Meme came to the rescue. Know Your Meme, which is a site that I sort of abhor because memes exist, but also respect the site because they do homework for you and you don't have to do I it. I know. Um, they created an entry for deepfakes on February 2nd of this year. So, oh. this is a fast-moving trend. February 2nd, and it's already banned. And this was probably, like, a week after that, because we've had this one in the bag for a little while, because Marissa was sick one week, I was sick the other week, and then last week we just felt like phoning it in. Hopefully you could tell through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, deepfakes are basically face-swapping cases in which a certain algorithm is used to swap an individual's face out for another. Comedic instances include a series of Nicolas Cage videos where someone swaps his face onto Andy Samberg, Amy Adams, and Harrison Ford. The reason that Nicolas Cage is the first subject here is because, one, he's sort of an absurdist cult star at this point, and yeah. two, he has such a plethora of different facial expressions that a computer it's very easy for a computer to learn all these different faces and manipulate the faces that he's had over the years. And they, like, keep the people's hair? They just literally do the face? Right. Oh, interesting. Well, it depends on how far you go with it. But, yeah, for the most part, that is what people are doing. So, tell a computer to take the key points of expression on Amy Adams, but swap in Nicolas Cage's face. And it's going to look through all these, like, angles, expressions, and everything that it has of Nicolas Cage, and it's going to find some facial recognition thing that matches that of Amy Adams, and it's going to swap one out for the other. Um, I know that it's not exactly the same, and it's a really crude version, but coincidentally, don't judge me, but um, to see someone else's Snapchat, I downloaded Snapchat. Oh, which I think God. See, now thank you, because this is exactly where I'm going with this. Oh. Snapchat is basically facial recognition software uh, that is seeing how your face is moving and adapting its stupid little decorations to your face. But not just the decorations. I've never had Snapchat before, so I, like, didn't even know what used to be on Snapchat. So I used Snapchat for, like, the third time in my life, and I'm like, what is this? It's, like, this weird little icon. Like, and instead of putting, you know, like, a little, like, panda on your face or a little, like, flower wreath, you can put other people's faces Yeah, I think, I, think face. I feel like I've seen people do Donald Trump. I sent a there? picture, oh no, a video of my brother and his features would move as my mouth would move. And it was basically my brother, it looked like my brother with a wig on and my voice. And it was, it was a little bit crude, but it was like pretty good actually and kind of creepy. Right. So not saying it's the same thing, but like it's kind of funny that that's happening now as this drop. Your as this, brother, like, by the way, who doesn't have much of an internet presence with his face. Like, he's not posting tons of selfies and stuff like that. He's posting a lot of his artwork and things that he sees yeah. and stuff like that. So it should be no surprise that when <laughs> technology is found where you can put one person's face on the body of another person, that, it, like, it has to go to porn, like, within a year, yeah. definitely. So people are swapping porn performers' faces out for the likes of Scarlett Johansson, uh, Harry Potter's Emma Watson, and, of course because we have to undermine the strength of women, Wonder Woman's Gal Gadot. Aww. Bummer. These yeah. people are highly covered from all angles of their face. Uh, a lot of them have been in, like, model-type photo shoots and lots of movies and oh, stuff like that, yeah. so you have a lot of things that you can work with. 
which is what surprises me about your brother because your brother doesn't have as much of that stuff to work with. Oh, you could just do it. I think I'm not exactly sh- Oh, actually, you know what's creepy? Yeah, I don't even know where it's pulling from because I was going to be like, oh, it's probably pulling. Oh, no, no, no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Never mind. It pulls from my photo album on my phone. Oh, that's creepy. But I didn't even like let it. It just like did automatically. It was weird. What would you I, say? I, want, I said that's weird. Uh, oh, yeah. But one of the things I want to mention before we move forward is let's not forget the porn stars whose faces are being swapped out, okay? Like, the whole reason you're doing porn is because you want attention and you want people to see you. Yeah, that's a good and point. And now your that's... face is getting replaced with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. That is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Now, to circle back, Reddit, Pornhub, Twitter, and pretty much, like Marissa mentioned, every mainstream or high-minded uh, social media platform has <laughs> I just called Reddit and Pornhub high-minded social media <laughs> platforms <laughs> has decided to ban these right um, yeah. here's the thing they point to their user agreements relying on the language in the policies against quote involuntary pornography which this totally is if yeah. you think Gail Gadot is banging her stepbrother then you're an idiot because that's <laughs> one of the videos that they put her into. Where oh, my she's, like, gosh. flirting with her stepbrother, and then she has sex with him. And it's like, you really think, first of all, you think the woman has time for this? Secondly, you think she's yeah, going for her stepbrother? Stepbrother is not enough hours of the day. <laughs> so, that's, I don't know. Yeah, like, it, it's that her face can be exploited like this is kind of scary to me. And... Then, yeah, it quickly escalates to me, but I'm sort of in a spiral-type situation right now, so a lot of things spiral out of control quickly for me. And immediately I go to, okay, so if you're a person who posts a lot of selfies online from, like, every single angle and we have so many people who are self-obsessed anymore, like, how easy would it be? And, geez, just from your experience with Snapchat on your phone, we find that your brother <laughs> can can be um, used in this way, and that's kind of yeah. weird. I mean, no. you could even use deep fake technology to make Reba McIntyre the new Colonel Sanders. Oh, <laughs> we don't have to. Uh... Call back. <laughs> so, oh, go ahead. You could also, though, as you sort of alluded to, like put Donald Trump's face on someone announcing an attack on North Korea and then just wait for people to lose their minds. Don't you know? give anyone an idea. The thing with the internet today is that good videos are high quality, but different applications and data plans start to compress the videos and downgrade them into a format that you can watch that may not make this so detectable upon first view. So let's say you do go with the case of, um, let's say, yeah, somebody impersonating the president and declaring something <clears throat> on the internet. If you watch, party time. <laughs> if you watch the, like, the 4K Ultra HD quality of that video, it's probably not going to be great. Like, you'll probably be able to tell that it's a fake. But if you're watching it on your teeny tiny phone on a in a compressed format, like a 480 pixel video, um, then you might not be able to tell. And how many people would watch this on their phone before, you know, it lands in the news that it's fake? You know, it seems like yeah. stuff out there today does a lot of damage before people can do any cleanup on it. <laughs> I watched some documentary about uh, vaccinations, and it was how quick one dude says vaccinations lead to autism, and it doesn't matter how many people say it doesn't, everybody who has a kid who has autism seems to believe that it's because of the yeah. vaccination. Not everybody. I was very 
sweeping there. But Mashable has a pretty good guide on understanding this topic as a moral issue, which is kind of interesting to me. Um, According to Jonathan Masur, a professor who specializes in patent and technology law at the University of Chicago Law School, you could try to make a case that it represents a form of defamation if you're attacking the reputation of someone, but that's also a pretty hard case to do by definition because you are calling it a deep fake. You are not saying that it's real. You are posting a porn... Like, I'm not saying this is Gail Gadot having sex with her brother. I'm going, this is a deep fake of Gail Gadot having sex with her brother. Oh, most people doing that are totally open? So you know that it's fake, so I'm not pretending it's real, so you can't sue me for doing it. Yeah. Which is messed up. Huh. But, again, but I guess, like, I guess that's comparable to, like, no, no, no. But, like, using their actual likeness, I feel like, should be something. Because it's not like it's a parody. It's not like you're dressed up like Gal Gadot. If you're actually using her face without her permission, that feels like there should be grounds to sue. But then, like, how many thousands of, like, Trump memes or, you know, any oh, number of right. things could you could you go after people for but again people see it on the internet and they know that it's a meme and they go oh you know that's not real so i don't have to but you know Shit, I feel you're like right that's a tough situation i have a series of uh topics in this particular show about how nothing is real <laughs> <laughs> but if you do a job convincing enough and you decide to share it yeah you're not sharing an involuntary sex video because it looks convincing enough that's the other part, right? So if you be- if you believe that that's Gail Gadot having sex with her brother, she looks very willing in the video. So how how am I going to believe that this is involuntary porn? It's just fake, like it's fake, and it's just screwed up that people can do this, and it's such a bummer. Um, yeah. But how are they doing it? Is there a certain software that most deep fakes are made on, or are they all just doing it in different ways? I decided not to identify the product when I covered this particular topic, but basically a guy made a PC application that could do this in November, I think, of 2017. And in, I think, the middle of January 2018, he released it as an app on your phone, as easy to do (gasps) as you did with with Snapchat. Yeah. Is Is it like free or like cheap? I don't really know. I actually can't That's remember. Disturbing. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called or anything like that. Damn, that went fast. But yeah, it's kind of it's. So you go, let's say you go on Pornhub, you see this video, and you're like, oh my god, she's having sex with her brother. This video only has two hundred. Oh, views. let's use a different example. <laughs> this only has. You know what? I'm gonna come back to that. Uh, <laughs> that protest. This, okay. only has, uh, this only has this only has a 200 views. I'm gonna share it with some friends. First of all, what are you sharing Pornhub videos? But anyway, so you share it with your friends because you think you're some sort of like pornographic Christopher Columbus who just discovered America. But like, yeah. even if it were a real video, why do you think it would be on Pornhub with only 200 views? Like, I don't yeah. know. Just so many people are stupid, and so many people perpetuate really dumb obviously unreal things like an article that says Mexicans are murdering everybody and we need to build a wall to keep them out. Like so many people are just so willing to believe whatever agrees with what they want to say that when you see some fake video like this 
honestly, you probably don't care, and you just rub one out and move on. <laughs> like, you don't care that it's fake. Yeah. You just want to have a moment of pleasure at somebody else's expense, and I think that's pretty messed up. Yeah. I think, though, this technology was built for, like, um, for entertainment purposes, and I think that's one of the scary parts about technology. At one time, for example, um, a, a website was something nobody knew how to make. Now within a couple like within a week's time you can figure out how to build your own website and put it up online and everything like that and so all the technology and all the methods that we have out there become really accessible and it's kind mm -hmm. of um scary how accessible it becomes to us because if you don't like the reality that you have and many people i feel at least in my world don't then you can start to blur that line between fantasy and reality on your own and yeah. you can just get a desktop or mobile application to make your fantasy even closer to reality. You have a, a a crush on some stranger at work, and so you just end up finding their profile online, taking all their yeah. pictures, dumping Rah. it in software. And yeah, like it's it's a really disturbing thing, and I hope uh, you know people can put an you end to it. Just give people more ideas, by the way. <laughs> but um... and to go back to circle back very quickly, there is this unusual pornographic trend of people sleeping with step-siblings and it's out of control <laughs> that like that is out of control but i guess like i'm not the phase by it because like as an anime fan i've known for a long time that hentai is like so incest heavy often i guess mind you i've never watched any but yeah like i hear about it, it's pretty common for people and to people like that and i'm just like okay I know in anime, everyone thinks, like, oh, it's weird with tentacles and stuff. But, like, if people are into an anime, like, I guess they probably would want to watch it in real life, too. I thought, is this a product of, like, the era in which we grew up where a lot of a lot more families got divorced and remarried and stuff like that? Like, is it is it, like, some underlying psychological thing that people have crushes on their step-siblings and they want to do them <laughs> and this helps them fill, fill their fantasy? I don't know. No, it's just because like taboo and they really want to watch incest but this makes them feel good <laughs> i guess so that's my guess so that's deep fakes guys the internet's gonna run you into the ground unplug now build a cabin in the woods hide hide that hide because like i could see how it could be for entertainment like around the holidays there's always those like stupid little e-cards you could send where like you put your face in a dancing elf or something. And that's yeah. cute. And people laugh. And, like, you can imagine, like, oh, oh, my friend will find it so funny when I put their face on something stupid. But, yeah, the fact that, like, then I'm we can end up. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to go with something like... stupid. Yeah, that's too stupid. The fact <laughs> that it could be used for some sort of, like, political purposes or, like, really hurtful things is, like, really upsetting. So, yeah. Like, it's a shame that, like, stuff that might not have a malicious intent eventually goes there. I feel like, though, it lends itself to this larger narrative where, like, right now we can't tell if the news is real. And now we can't tell if videos are real. Like, at one point you would be like, okay, if I could see it in video, then I can believe it. You know, like, take, like, uh, Bigfoot or aliens, you know? Like, if yeah. like, oh, if somebody could get some really good footage of that, I would totally believe it. And now, like, somebody can make really good footage of that in their backyard using... Like, late 90s state-of-the-art equipment. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's a shame. Yeah. Life is all fake. And it is. We're it's all slaves. Speaking of slaves. My topic is something that's 
very near and dear to my heart. <laughs> it is the term hipster. So I was having lunch with my friend the other day, and some actually I forgot how we brought it up, but this was a friend that in college me and him used to always laugh about how people were hipsters, and all of a sudden, like he very seriously was like, "I don't call people hipsters anymore." What does that even mean? And I realized they called a lot of people hipsters, and it was unfounded, and they're actually really, really great people. And I was just like, okay. Oh, okay, so that part of the conversation means that in his mind, when he was calling people hipsters, he was he was saying it in an offensive way. It wasn't like an observational way. Okay, that's unfortunate, because um, if our listeners would... If a visual would help... Um, Big old hair, tight, tight pants, tight, tight t-shirts. He, he looked like a hipster. <laughs> this is my assessment so that Marissa's story makes sense. Okay, yeah. On the flip side, I will just say that I have a friend, another friend, who um, self-identifies as a hipster. Kind of laughs sometimes, but generally she self-identifies as a hipster. Kathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she basically would say, like, I'm a Philly hipster. And I just moved to Philly recently, and I will say it was derogatory as well, but many times I think I was with Pete, I was like, oh, I hate all these effing hipsters. Like, the second I came here, it was like, this place is crawling with them, and I had managed to, like, avoid most of them most of my life. <laughs> so it begs the question. Well, I will, I'll, I'll say this, too. The people that don't, the people that want to get out of up here. Uh-huh. Who are hipsters will escape down there and just just commune on Philadelphia with their hipster clothes and hipster tendencies. Exactly. So the thing is, throughout my life, I've used the word hipster, but at the same time, I've also heard it said, and I've been like, I don't really know what that means. But at the same time, I feel like I do know what it means. Like it's just a word full of contradictions, and. I basically wanted to examine what the word means a little bit more closely. And also, I wanted to really consider, do hipsters still exist? Like, I know that I'm saying right now I see them all the time. But, like, I realize I don't really hear the word said as often as as I used to. Um, And I was using the term hipster, like, when I was in college, when I was, like, 18. So, like, 10 years is a long time long time for it to persevere unless it's like punk or goth and maybe it'll last forever but um some people will say hipsters don't exist um so <laughs> i just basically wanted to look at a few different theories i'm sorry hipsters don't exist they're like they're like santa claus and the easter bunny <laughs> so yeah i so i read a bunch of articles and a bunch of definitions and i looked all over the place and i started to question existence but basically People seem to have one of three opinions. One, hipsters are a thing and they still exist. Two, hipsters are not even a thing at all and they never existed. (laughs) Or three, hipsters are a thing and they are dead. So, (laughs) let me go into like a Bigfoot conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to just tell you right now, spoiler alert, like, we end with as many questions as we start with, but I'll at least give you a I like how you're turning hipster into, yeah. Like a conspiracy theory. Exactly. <laughs> were we ever here? What? Where? Where? <laughs> we? When? Where we begin? Um, so to start off, what is a hipster? 
So to give my own definition, <laughs> I had to take some time because I've used this term, like I said, for over 10 years, but I'm like, what do I really mean? And I would say that a person who I consider hipster is a person who like disingenuously seeks out things that they consider to be obscure or edgy in order to seem more enlightened or more interesting than the people around them. So basically a hipster is like a quote unquote weird person that thinks their weirdness makes them superior to the people around them. I'm That's so quirky. My, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's my definition. Keith, what's your definition? Um, since we need to move the podcast further on, I'm going to go with this. It's a person who's trying to stay ahead of trendy. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Okay. And, and and they use that to define themselves. Uh, so you don't think hipsterism necessarily has to do with some sort of superiority or pretentiousness? Oh, no, I think it does. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I think that's why somebody... um um yeah, I like I like that as a word, but I'm also thinking somebody who is struggling to stay relevant in some mm. way, and that's okay. why they're trying to stay ahead of the trends. They can't even be on trend; they have to be ahead of the trend I like in order it. to. I like it. Yeah. Thanks. So <laughs> I went around the internet to collect a few other definitions. Um, by the way, what? How would you pronounce M A M I V E R S E? So M A M I verse. <laughs> Mommy verse. Thank you. I can say Mammy verse, <laughs> but I felt like that's not possibly what that means. Also, that's not how you spell Mammy. Also, that's not appropriate. I look forward to finding out exactly what this is. I actually don't know what that website is as a whole, but they have a lot of stuff oh, about it. Oh, it's a website. Too. Okay. Um, but ma- ma- Mommy verse, Mammy verse, whatever. Uh, define hipsters as a subculture of men and women, typically in their 20s and 30s. Gross, it's way too First of all, we do not need binary genders attached to this hipster definition, okay? True. <laughs> I just like this definition because it kind of definitely, definitely a lot of people see it this way. Um, but a group of people generally in their 20s and 30s that value independent thinking, counterculture, progressive politics, an appreciation of art and indie rock, Creativity, intelligence, and witty banter. Sure, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Urban Dictionary has a very long one, but that is interesting. It, it touches upon a lot of things. Uh, hipsters are a subculture of American consumer for whom the idea behind the marketing holds more value than the product being marketed. The attachment of certain words, phrases, or ideas to a product, i.e. counterculture, independent, progressive, alt, holistic or old school so it attaches these phrases to products like music fashion technology and food etc regardless of whether there is any innate value god no this one is so long that i'm like losing it basically people who kind of gravitate towards products that like are alternative or indie or holistic or something like that um ironically the hipster perceives him or herself as the counterpoint to mass culture and conformity when in fact that's important ease of which hipster culture can be appropriated repackaged and marketed makes them the ultimate conformist Ooh, burn i don't like that yeah i know that one kind of really that one editorializes too much at the end yeah because that's like saying, yeah, again, and I know that this is not accurate, 
applying it to ethnic groups, but like, so Irish culture is defined by appropriating Irish culture. Yeah. And vice, which I thought was going to have like a really kind of, that's where all the hipsters are. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like in your face kind of definition just said hipster has become like pornography. You know it when you see it, but it's impossible to find. Yet Vice had about 30 articles about hipsters and the decline and the the inception and whether or not they even exist. And I actually decided not to touch upon Vice because I needed something more concrete or at least... You needed something more detached. Like that's yeah. like punks writing about punk culture. Yeah, that like... also, yeah. <laughs> But like, yeah, there was no... It was such a deep rabbit hole. So I would say I actually ended up focusing on two articles from a UK magazine. And you might be like, what? I always trust UK the British. Pictures. I would say overall, uh, their hipster culture assessments, I definitely would say are like one and the same with the US um, assessment. So I feel like it, it's good enough. But um, so basically I did two articles from The Telegraph. Um, and in there one article from 2014, which, by the way, all these articles are old, which... That's because I don't know if you've heard, but hipsters are dead. Well, yeah, so I will <laughs> then give my assessment at the end. But, yeah, I feel like I understand why no one's writing about it anymore. Um, so in a 2014 article called Everyone Hates Hipsters, But Do They Exist? No. They bring up a couple of points. Basically, they say, if everyone has a different definition of hipster... How do you decide who is one? And really, who gets to decide? But really, I don't like that as one of their opening points. Because while hipster definitions do vary, I do feel like they have a lot of core elements in common. However, I do feel like most hipster definitions involve knowing the heart of the person, which is kind of impossible to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> Right, yeah. That's why, so I, that's why I was kind of like... That's why... I was good with the definition that I came up with somebody who's trying to stay ahead of trends because yeah, like if you really want to just face the facts, that's we don't know why they're trying to stay ahead of the trends, but yeah. Gotcha. Right. Um, and I think I, I feel like I'm stepping on your topic, but I think that's the thing. Like you can put stank on words and you can be like, Oh man, that's like a really hipster outfit and say it like as a compliment or you'd be like oh you're such a hipster you know like you could just put a different connotation on it and have a different meaning and in one you're saying i don't trust your ingenuine fake heart and then the other one you're being like i really like this trend that you're working with you know i've not seen that before and you look real hip (laughs) okay so actually like uh well you don't exactly coincide exactly with with the points you made in this article they kind of overlap a little bit um this person points out that hipster is generally a pejorative term and kind of a social slur of sorts when we call someone a hipster we are identifying facets of their personality or lifestyle that we generally think are obnoxious or shallow i would also add like maybe superficial or contrived and the article claims that actually actions can be hipsterish but hipster behavior comes and goes no one is 100% full-on hipster. Right. And, like, I guess a comparable example would be, like, no one is a full-on legit bitch. Like, you say, oh, you're acting like a bitch, or you're such a <laughs> bitch. Well, you don't go, like, 
Oh, she's in the bitch subculture. <laughs> like she doesn't defined by her bitchness. Right. So hipsterishness is kind of like that. And it exists on a spectrum. Like it, it certain things you do can be hipstery, but that's not you as a whole. And they say that it clearly comes from a need to seem interesting, but when it's taken too far, it can start to become obnoxious. Like like At the end all of the things. article Well yeah. At the end of the article <laughs> They basically list a bunch of things considered quote unquote hipsterish. Some of them include like Apple brand products, fixed gear bikes, anything with the word artisanal, which I also think aligns with the US hipster. Then I had a bunch of other stuff like, that I'm not like sure. Like KFC is trying to hit their hipster market with their artisanal chicken. <laughs> I think you're going to say their artisanal um, kernels, which I would appreciate <laughs> as well. <laughs> well, they co- each one of the different kernels is supposed to represent one of their artisanal chickens. So technically, I guess they are artisanal kernels. What? They're supposed to represent a different kind of chicken? Right. Reba McIntyre is uh, working some new barbecue version of chicken that they have right now. Somebody else is like the hot and spicy. Somebody else is like the crispy chicken. I'm sorry. This was a really important part of your podcast that you should have had. (laughs) Because I think I would push back against it a little bit less if I knew this. (laughs) I did mention it. I just didn't like lean on it a lot. You like whispered it under your breath. I did. I did. Because it's still absurd. And there's more than one. There's more than one that represents the barbecue chicken. Okay. See. Okay. Now. Uh, now I don't like it again. But okay. Anyway. Um. Then they list up a bunch of other stuff that I don't know whether I wasn't aware was considered hipsterish or whether it's more a UK hipster thing. But they mentioned New Balance sneakers, pulled pork, and I've seen pulled pork in multiple hipster articles in the Telegraph. <laughs> I love pulled pork. And one time I went to buy New Balance sneakers, not because I wanted to be hip, but because my mom always told me growing up that New Balance sneakers were really good and my feet were getting messed up. And I was like, maybe it's time to buy some New Balance sneakers. So I go to the store and I buy them. And the lady's like, what do you do for a living? I was like, oh, I work in a college. She's like, man, the kids are going to think you're so cool with these shoes. And first of all, what? Secondly, (laughs) didn't work. Um, But yeah, I was like, oh, I guess that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know either. Basically, they ended by saying, hey, do you appreciate some of those things? Well, I guess you have a little bit of hipster in here, too. So either there are no hipsters or we all have a little bit of hipster in us. (laughs) So basically, the summation of that article was that, like I said, hipsterism is on a spectrum. And it's something that anyone could do. It's like a way to describe an action or something or, or, but it's not a person. It's not something a person can be defined by. I, um, I, I think that's absolutely sorry. I know you have another article, but like, I think that's true, but I think that's like all descriptors we have for everybody around us. Right. Like, yeah, I, I know that this is going to sound drastic, but like somebody murdered somebody, you could call that person a murderer, but they also have other parts of them. Yes. But some people do like things to define them. Like right. punks like to be punks and goths like to be goths. Like, yeah. So I do think that there's a slight difference there. Like, not to be cliche, and I don't like to admit this. Well, you out take loud, it to but... a level, and you almost buy into the brand, like Cassie. And when people say, "Like, who yeah. are you?" You go, "I'm a hipster." I'm a hipster. Because but it now helps, it helps somebody narrow the lens really fast too, which I think is unfortunate and does Cassie yeah. a discredit, but. Yeah, it kind of helps you to find like-minded people also. Um, Mm, When I was in college, 
I I still consider myself a punk at heart. But uh, when I was in college, I only wore tight pants and I always wore a bandana around my neck because I wanted like-minded people to flock to me. <laughs> so I feel like that's the same way as like, you know. That's what I see this as though. Like when people are like, oh, there goes a pack of hipsters. It's like, oh, there goes a group of jocks and there goes some nerds. Yeah. And it, it means nothing. I guess so. But I guess hipsters, you can't really say definitively like you can't. I don't know. Can you have like a hipster uniform? Because I can come up with a punk uniform. I can come up with a goth uniform. It's it goes back to the vice definition. Yes, there's definitely a hipster uniform. Yeah. But I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> so allow me to go to this next article, which actually is two points that kind of like I don't know flow in and out of one another. But this other article is called "The Hipster Is Dead." Long live the hipster. Great. Mm, okay. So it basically creative. starts by saying. Call off the search. The hipster is no more. Or is it? (laughs) And they basically bring up the point that to be dead, you had to first be alive, which hipsters never were. Because unlike other countercultures, like punks and goths, no one will self-identify as a hipster. But you might say, oh, I know people who will. And they will say, quote, as with psychos, if you admit to being a hipster, (laughs) you are not one. I dispute that because I think if you self-identify as a hipster, you absolutely are one because you're trying so damn hard to be one. Yeah, and I think I think somebody who isn't one might might go down the path that we've already talked about where they're like, well, you know, yeah, I guess I have like a hipster sense in fashion or something like that. Yeah. But I'm just going to eat cheeseburgers. I don't like pulled pork, you know? <laughs> yeah. But in the same article, they then basically <laughs> say – The hipsters do exist, but they have gone mainstream. And they point out that while maybe a couple years ago there were certain kinds of beers, like craft beers, or like hipster coffee shops, like with really expensive coffees that we considered weird, that we considered like a little bit extra, or that we considered a hipster type thing. And they're now generally being consumed by the masses. Craft beers are all. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The Big Bang Theory comes along now, a mainstream sitcom that's winning like, what do they win? Oscars? I don't no, know. not Oscars. Emmys. <laughs> Emmys. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Awards mean nothing to me. Um, they're going out and yeah, now everybody wants to be a nerd. Plus, yeah, people still seem to realize that nerds are smart people and people like smart people now. So. Yeah. So yeah, like, so they bring up those two things. Um, huge like stylistic beards are like becoming pretty much the norm oh they're so the norm in philly and it's like go home um and well i feel like this is a punchline now a lot of people are legitimately taking pictures of their avocado toast i'm not even being like those millennials are avocado toast like there's a lot of avocado toast in philadelphia and a lot of people are taking pictures of them i don't belong here everybody (laughs) Anyway, I, but um, I'm, I'm glad that you brought up that word, because to me, you're not writing articles about hipsters anymore, because now you write articles about millennials. So I think yeah. one has replaced the other in terms of the cultural sort of punchline or pin the tail yeah. on the subculture. <laughs> I think I might agree. Yeah. So at the end of this, I don't fully know what I feel about the definition of hipster, but I do definitely agree 
that a lot of things that were once considered hipster hipster products or hipster actions are mainstream now. So the reasons why I feel like there's not so many people writing about it anymore is because all the stuff that we considered hipstery, we're just doing. So there's like, nothing to even make fun yeah. of or talk about it anymore. So I would say that maybe hipsters existed in an abstract form before, and perhaps they are dead, but not dead so much as they don't exist, but dead so much as they've been commodified and... Like just like absorbed into the greater yeah, culture. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, like like your grandma can drink Lacroix, and the poor person on the street can be just sipping a coconut water. You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it doesn't mean that thing. they're through and through hipsters. They just dabble. <laughs> yeah, they just are having a hipster hipster mode. grandma. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I accidentally happened to catch a part of the chew. And I have no idea what that would be on in my life. But um, Ew, the woman on the show was, like, freaking out. And I think that's why I, like, she was, like, losing it. And I was like, why would somebody be losing it on the chew? So I, like, tuned in and paid attention. And she was like, I want people to stop asking me what foods are trendy. No foods are trendy. There's no such thing as a trendy food. When yeah, I was are. a kid, when I was a kid, we didn't have food trends. And it just seems like everybody wants to be onto the next thing and onto yeah, the next you thing and onto did. the next thing. And she's like, when I was a kid, you would eat food and you would enjoy it, and there weren't food trends because you like things weren't moving as fast as they are today. And that could be another thing. Perhaps trends and things are moving so fast and often so many different sub directions that you can't be a hipster now because you could be like a you can't be a pulled pork hipster if you're a vegan, for example. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But also that's bullshit because I read <laughs> Victorian books like <laughs> all the time and like jellied meats were a trend and like that was like a thing and like I was looking at like a cookbook from like not that long ago and like everyone was putting mayonnaise in everything. Like no, that's a definite trend and then those trends die because we don't eat jellied meat anymore. <laughs> like so that's Marissa, bullshit. Have you ever been called a hipster? I think you're going to ask if you've ever been called a jellied meat. Um, <laughs> no, I know the answer to that. Yes. <laughs> you jellied um, meat, you. <laughs> uh, I don't... I'm going to say this, and I don't know if my brother is listening much anymore, but I Thanks, honestly... Carlos. <laughs> and I might have imagined this, but if anyone would call me, and I feel like it would be like someone in my family like my brother or my mother but other than that i don't think so and i honestly i don't know if they ever call me that i just could imagine them calling me that yeah has anyone ever called you one yeah i don't remember who in particular but like uh yeah i feel like i would 100 percent be guilty in a lot of cases today twitter told me that there's this thing out that's called the light phone too and it's a phone that just gives you phone calls and texts and and so what you can do is you can leave your smartphone at home and go with this low-tech phone. So that way if people need you in an emergency, they can still get a Ooh. hold of you. But you don't get your whole brain you know, screwed over cool. by Instagram and Twitter and all that crap all day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I want one of those. Yeah. But every single like photo advertisement of it uh, was like a criticism of how hipster it was that, you know, 
you know, because that would be like the next trend would be the first trend would be, oh, you got to be online, online, on digital, blah, blah, blah. And now hipsters are like, I want to unplug and things um, like that. <laughs> I think whoever's writing those articles has an agenda because I don't think any hipsters, some hipsters go to like the forest to unplug, but I don't really like, people have been saying I'm getting off of Facebook since like forever. Yeah. Like that's not a new thing. I was going to do that I, I as a topic know. one week. <laughs> What? The, I was going to do that as a topic one week, the I'm getting off of Facebook uh, post. <laughs> I, this is TMI, but I, I made out with this guy once, and all through the night, he was telling me how he wasn't on Facebook, and I went to his house, and there's a typewriter in his room, and he told me he only typed on a typewriter, and... Oh, my God. It was so gross. And this is a person going to such extreme lengths, yeah, to define himself That's by these things that he's telling you. Yeah. The derogatory yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> Plugs. So you got anything to plug this week, Marissa? Um, just follow me on at Courtship of Veneer for um, my Victorian videos. Or follow my regular Instagram at RissVandal, R-I-S-S Vandal, to just see me do, I was going to say, to see me unhinged. That's not right. But just <laughs> follow me on my regular Instagram to see whatever weird shit I could come up with next week that will make people slightly uncomfortable and text me privately. Pete, <laughs> how about you? Hey, you can follow me on Instagram at Pete Abides. My stories all involve food that I made and ate, but my pictures, I try to deviate from that. <laughs> I put it in stories where people probably don't pay attention as much. Food, I like you know. them. Um, oh, and I want to unplug something, if that's possible. Is that a thing yeah. I can do? <laughs> yeah. So many episodes ago, we did a creepypasta episode where I advocated for a sci-fi channel show called Channel Zero. Mm -hmm. And I would like to rescind that endorsement <laughs> because the new season totally sucks. Oh, okay. And there's just this, it's, it's, it is as cartoonish as it sounds, Marissa. There, it, the main character spends a lot of time running away from a tall, I'm going to say monster, but it's actually like a tall, lanky body with a big, like, paper mache head that represents Ugh. some sort of uh, psychosis that runs in her family. I forget, a bipolar oh. disorder, something like that. I've watched two episodes where this just thing just chases her through fields and in hallways and just like all over the freaking place. And I'm like, could you please move this, move the story along for God's sake. <laughs> but this episode, <laughs> this, this season is also about um, cannibals. And so there's a lot of just like, they really like... Uh, I'm going to say sexualize. Cannibalism? <laughs> that might not be right. They, like, lean into it so hard and, like, like, it's not just, like, oh, I ate a part of a person. It's, like, I need to, like, like slowly bring it to my tongue and stick my tongue out. And Ew, like, I don't... Oh, God, yeah, come on. <laughs> just you describing it makes you uncomfortable. Good. You can call us at 570-POD-WOD-1. That's 570-763-9231. And you can leave us a voicemail about how you like to eat people, or how you are a hipster. Yep. Okay.
Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye.